Hello, friend. Welcome back to the show. In this Tea Time Tuesday episode, let's get into one of those elephant in the room subjects that can weigh on you, but you might feel guilty or even awkward talking about it. Here it is. What if your estranged son or daughter has a relationship with another family member, but they're pushing you away? How are you supposed to feel about it if your child is talking to your mom and not you? Should you ask one of your other adult children to relay a message? Why did your sister get invited to the wedding, but you didn't? If any of these questions have been weighing on your mind, this episode is for you. I will walk you through what I call the three P's of handling this situation, and I'll give you some candid guidance about how to navigate it. Let's talk about it. Hey, friend. Welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, sister mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my tea time friend. Come in and visit with me for a while. I hope that you have some strong hot tea in your favorite cup. Or are you more of an iced tea person? Either way, I am glad that you're here. Do you ever recall feeling like an outsider when you were a child? Maybe you were the last one that got picked to be on the basketball team in gym class. Or maybe you felt like your mom favored your sister over you. It could come from so many places. But I think most of us can remember feeling like an outsider looking in at some point. Feeling rejected is hard enough. But when you perceive that someone else is being chosen or favored instead of you, it adds salt to the wound. Today, I want to talk to you about how you might feel similarly when it comes to a relative with whom your estranged child chooses to have a relationship. It could be your sister, your mom, one of your other children, or their dad, even if a part of you really wants your son or daughter to have that close relationship with the relative, it's hurtful and angering to you at the same time. Witnessing them having that relationship while they're estranged from you, that's really hard. And if that's how you're feeling, I want you to know it is entirely normal to experience those mixed emotions in that situation. In this episode, we'll walk through exactly how to handle that. Before we get into it, I want to give God glory for working in one of my clients' situations. 
For her privacy, I won't mention her name here, but she's going through a rough divorce while experiencing strained relationships with two of her daughters. We've been doing the work of transforming her thinking, rewiring her mind, changing her communication style, and keeping her faith strong. A few days ago, I got a text from her that she had a breakthrough with her girls and they spent a wonderful day together with zero arguments or issues. Yes and amen. When one of us gets a victory, we collectively win. We are waging war on behalf of ourselves and our families and we're winning. If you're ready for your own breakthrough, it's time to make a move. I have a couple coaching spots opening up soon, so get your consultation booked now. Go to theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule and reserve your free consultation call. Your story could be the next praise report on this podcast. That is 100% possible for you. And how exciting is that? Okay. So if you need to go reheat your tea, do that and get into your cozy spot because I want to talk to you about how to feel and respond when your child chooses to be in contact with a relative, but pushes you away. First, don't try to rush past your feelings. Give yourself a week or so just to sit with and feel your feelings. Journal about the way you feel. Take walks and allow the emotions to be present in your mind. Cry when the tears want to come. We always honor tears here. Tears are powerful ways to close open trauma loops. And too often we've been conditioned to apologize for crying as though we're doing something wrong or being weak. And we learn to try to push those tears down. No, ma'am. Here, tears are honored and there is room for all of your emotions. After a week or so of feeling your feelings, it's time to process, pray, and get perspective. I call this the three P's, process, pray, and perspective. In the processing phase, you want to become aware of why you feel the way you feel. For example, you might feel betrayed because your sister refuses to relay a message that you love your son. In that scenario, You're thinking that your sister would relay the message if she truly cared about you and that her refusal to do that means that she's choosing your child over you or that she doesn't love you. That's what your brain is making it mean. That is a thought error. On a piece of paper, I want you to write the word circumstance. Skip down a few lines and write the word thought. Then skip down a few more lines and write the word feeling. Okay, on the line that says circumstance, write just the 100% objective circumstance. In this example, it would be, my sister will not relay a message to my estranged son. On the circumstance line, you always want to put just the simplest form of the objective circumstance as possible. No extra emotion-based words, No opinions, no editorializing, just the fact. On the line that says thought, identify what you are thinking about that circumstance. In the example that I just gave, the thought would be, my sister is betraying me by not relaying a message for me 
And my son is betraying me by having a relationship with her instead of me. On the feeling line, think about how you feel when you think the thought that you just wrote down. Read it and really pay attention to the one predominant emotion that comes up for you. In this case, it might be anger. It could also be betrayal or hurt. But even if more than one emotion comes up, and it often will, just pick the predominant emotion and write that down. Okay, now I want you to allow that emotion to just be there. Sit with it for a couple of minutes and then pray. Ask Jesus to wash away any false stories that you may be holding on to about this and replace them with a thought that he wants you to think and believe. Next, we move into the third P, which is perspective. You're going to shift your perspective now. Again, write the word circumstance, skip a few lines and write the word thought, and skip a few more lines and write the word feeling. The circumstance is going to be the same. So for this example, you would again write the circumstance as, my sister will not relay a message to my estranged son. But this time, you're going to choose a new thought for the thought line. Close your eyes and allow Jesus to give you the new thought. What thought does he want you to believe about this? What thought would serve you better than the old one? And here is a great question to ask in this situation. What does love say about this? What does love say about this? For example, it might be, I want my son to have loving family relationships, and I don't want to put my sister in an awkward position by asking her to relay messages. Another loving thought that you might use here could be, I choose to use this space and time to pray, heal, and become ready for a better relationship with my son. I send love and kindness to my sister and my son, and I grant them the freedom to love each other. Now, drop down to the feeling line and read your new thought out loud. What is the predominant feeling that you experience when you read your new thought? Write that feeling on your feeling line. That is the perspective shift. When you first do this, you might only be able to hold on to that new thought and the new feeling for a short time. That is normal. This exercise actually literally builds new neural pathways in your brain. That takes time because your brain will try to keep going back to the most familiar, well-worn path. That old thought, that's what's familiar. So your brain's going to resist it at first when you think a new thought. The key to making this work for you is consistency. You have to keep coming back to it and knowing that if you do, your perspective will change and you're going to feel better. You can rewire your brain using this technique no matter how old you are or how set in your old patterns that you might be. How exciting is that? That you can change the way you think and feel no matter how long you've done it in an old way. God made our minds with such a wonderful capacity for positive change. This process is something that I teach my clients in depth, and I even have a printable workbook to walk you through it. But what's in this episode is enough to get you started in making positive changes that lead to feeling better. Here's a little 
loving guidance before I go. Allow your relatives to have their own relationships with your estranged child. Give your child grace, space, and freedom for those relationships. If you try to control it, interfere with it, or use it to force them to listen to your messages, it will almost certainly make things worse. There are some things that we keep by releasing. Let me say that again. There are some things we keep by releasing. When we hold on to a delicate butterfly too tightly, we hurt it. You could even cause it to die. This situation is delicate. So exhale, trust God and release the reins. Let them have the relationship with the other family members without trying to influence it in any way. The most loving thing that you can do in this situation is to focus on what you can control, which is you. Your responses, behavior, thoughts, and emotional regulation. Do what you need to do to be healthy in every one of those areas. And that will do so much more good for everyone involved. That is the important work of healing, reconciling, and loving. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.